Welcome back to the Where the Bear podcast, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Happy to be joined by the Golden Grizzlies men's soccer coach, Eric Pogue, here on another episode of the Where the Bear podcast. If you're listening to this for the first time, make sure you click subscribe here on the Golden Grizzlies iTunes and SoundCloud page. Happy to have everybody with us here this afternoon as we record this, getting ready to roll into the week. Golden Grizzlies men's soccer team had a flair for the dramatic this weekend, coach. Is that fair to say? Nash Popovic with the goal with 19 seconds remaining in regulation, just the way you drew it up, right, Coach? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, definitely, <laughs> uh, you know, it was a, it was a, was a crazy game. Um, and, uh, you know, anytime you can get three points in the Horizon League is, uh, is, is huge for us. And, yeah, we wouldn't, uh, you know, we wouldn't uh, ideally like to wait till 19th, uh, you know, 19 seconds left. And if you really look at it, actually, about uh, well, 20 seconds before that we almost got scored on on a counterattack, and uh you know Sullivan makes the save quick distribution out to Jimmy Todd uh gets fouled but plays the ball to Nash and you know Nash cuts across screen from the keeper and and tucks it away on our only shot on goal the entire game so it was a tough game just because of the the elements were really difficult um, both teams are playing for their lives so they're getting a lot of numbers behind the ball um i felt like the game were played between the 18s i thought our midfielders you know put a ton of uh they had a gps trackers on them that game i, I mean i bet they put both center mids for both teams i bet all i bet you they put probably seven eight miles on um so it's just one of those games where you know weren't a lot of chances uh couple set piece dangerous opportunities from them uh they're probably a little bit more dangerous than us but you know three points is three points and uh you know puts us in a a, a pretty good position uh, heading into our last two conference games and it was not only just the way that the game shook out and how you guys ultimately got that win as you talked about in a tough environment and anybody that was around social media in any capacity on saturday saw that that clip of the, the wisconsin badgers game you guys were just yeah. down the road from there so i mean that gives you an yeah. idea of how tough the environment was yeah it was uh yeah, I mean there was there was snow, sleet, hail, um, sun. Yeah, I mean it was across the board, and uh, you know we we went for a walk earlier in the day, and we were walking down the street, and I mean we were must have been in a wind tunnel, man. It was, uh, yeah, and then we turned the TV on, and uh, you know the Michigan games getting uh, delayed. We looked down the road in Madison, and there's snow on the ground, and uh, so it was super windy, super cold, uh, and you know it was just one of those kind of you know, um, just kind of bear down and, and, and fight to survive and fight to survive, stay in the game. And, uh, you know, probably was about eight people in the stands watching that game, which, uh, Paul Rice was one of them. Uh, God bless his soul. <laughs> so yeah, uncle Paul, you know, gosh, that guy, uh, I'm like, yeah, hey man, Paul, you, you don't have to go, man. It's like, <laughs> it's like, I'm not sure I'd go. Like, you know, like it's, he's like, no man, the Rices are tough, man. We're right. gonna be there, and I'm like, okay, brother. But I mean, and he was. I mean, it was it was basically him and his two daughters, and you know, Luke Morales' mom and dad, and maybe like four other people in that stand. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was an exciting game. Uh, hopefully, uh, we kept them warm a little bit there and warmed the, them up there. The, at the, the, pay, the payoff was there at the end. There's yeah. certainly no question about that. But uh, again, maybe lost in all the excitement, and everything that goes on. It, I don't know that fans understand just how big of a win that is because what that did is it gave you guys the keys to the car, Eric. You, you guys 
you guys now are free to start the engine on your own terms and pull out of the driveway when you want. As long as you continue to win, you control your own fate now. And, and that and that's big, right? Because you don't, you know, if you win two Horizon League games, you're in the tournament. You got a spot at the table, and that's and that's all you can ask for. Yeah, I mean, the, the, and I told you, I mean, this year the Horizon League is uh, is pretty stacked. This year, I mean, Wright State's having just an unbelievable year. They're pretty much kind of running away with it right now, but. You know, outside of that, I mean, anybody can beat anybody on any given day. I mean, Green Bay uh, turned around and beat um, UIC 2-0 that night, and there's a lot of crazy games back and forth. And then so it's really kind of right state and then UIC just underneath. But, uh, you know, they have one more game than everybody else. And then there's a, there's a bunch of us kind of stuck in there, you know, within a, a few points of each other. But, yeah, I mean, getting that win allowed us to – control our own destiny and uh you know but we know we got a tough task coming up uh heading to cleveland and their backs are up against the wall and and they know what it's at stake for them in terms of you know it's a must pretty much a must win game for them to to keep them in the hunt so uh, i also think it might be their senior day and so you know besides them being a good team despite their record uh you know knowing kirk and his his staff and seeing they got some quality results uh against uh, I think they beat Pitt and uh, beat some other quality teams but I think it's showing you they're having a hard time in the Horizon League and and getting good results outside of the Horizon League um, versus teams that quote-unquote are supposed to be you know bigger names than us um, beat Ohio State beat Pitt um, you know but the Horizon League you know it's it's tough to win and uh, it's tough to win on the road and and so yeah getting that win at Milwaukee was great and uh, but we know we got to kind of you know, get uh, this Bradley game uh, coming up. Uh, I don't want to say get it out of the way, but get it out of the way um, and and get refocused and ready for, for Saturday at Cleveland State. You're listening to the Wear the Bear podcast. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. As always, the Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by the fine folks at the Evans Law Group. And happy to have you with us. Make sure you click subscribe here on the Golden Grizzlies iTunes page, and the latest episodes will come right to your phone. You won't have to do anything. And I'm I'm the laziest man you guys all know, and, and I love it because it comes right to the phone, and I don't have to go searching for it. And it uh, keeps me uh, locked in with everything going on with the Golden Grizzlies. But you discussed that. Bradley in town on Tuesday night, tomorrow night, as we record here in our Where the Bear podcast studios. Uh, that game will be available on ESPN Plus. By the way, I'll be on the call for that one. A little bit of a different lineup for you guys. You got a cart, a little bit of a card situation going on as well. Yep. And also, I mean, bottom line, I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and tell you it doesn't matter because they, they all matter. But you have to coach. You have to prepare with an eye down the line of that Cleveland State game on Saturday. That's just the reality that we live yeah. in college soccer. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'm sure uh, Jim and his staff at Bradley are, are kind of thinking the same thing. I think we all ideally wouldn't have this game at all. You know, towards the end these last three weeks, I think everyone kind of would like uh, play Saturday week to prepare and rest. And, you know, because guys are just worn down. I mean, really, a uh, majority of these guys haven't had – too much time off since January, um, you know, because they're, you know, we're training in the winter time, go right into spring games, they go right into their summer teams, then we go right into August, and you know, now midterms, final, you know, papers are due, and you know, I think uh, guys are hitting that kind of proverbial wall, but you got to throw in this midweek uh, non-conference game all the time to kind of 
help with uh you know cards and different things like this and um keep, yeah. keep other guys sharp if you can yeah right? i mean for the for depth down the road and uh, and uh, so i'm not going to say it's not an important game but i think it'll be an opportunity for um, some guys that don't get as many minutes uh um, to get some more minutes and uh prove themselves and hopefully be able to uh get some guys some rest and uh and and just kind of test ourselves against a, a tough team. I mean, Bradley's done real well out of conference, and then in conference uh, they struggled a little bit. So I think it just shows you across the board, uh, you know, uh, at this in conference or, you know, whether it's basketball, football, whatever, I mean, there's just something different about uh, conference games. Uh, they're more difficult to win, and there's, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, those games are tough. So... Yeah, we got a we got a tough one tomorrow cuz you know Bradley's a good team. They're they're, you know, they play two forwards up top which we don't see a whole lot and uh you know we're not going to sure if they're going to play 3-5-2, 4-4-2, um, you know, which again we don't see a whole lot and then throwing a new lineup or and, and different things going on and so uh it's, just, it's a fun, coach. It's funny to hear you say that. To, to hear you say, you know, they may throw four four two at us, and that's just not something we see. Six years ago, uh, that was man. it, man. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's just. I mean, you don't, you know, you just don't. We haven't seen it a whole lot. Right. Um, it's you just know. funny to hear so coach say that. Yeah. Five yeah. years ago. I that mean, was, that's all it is, and yeah. it, you know, things kind of go, but you know, it's. Uh, I think as a coach, it's it's harder because you can't really prepare your team. So there's a lot of variables. You're missing your two center backs, uh, so you know and and new lineup and so you'd like to to have a lot of things that you could control or at least prepare your team for and you know it's probably the complete opposite of that so a little bit on edge here the next couple of days here just because you you know you want to keep the momentum going you got that nice win against milwaukee and you want to keep the momentum going but as you said you also want to you got to keep an eye on on what's most important which is that game saturday at cleveland state so uh um you know that's kind of the balancing act that, that we're playing right now. Why is it so hard to win at Cle even throughout the years when Cleveland State's had the good teams, when Cleveland State has, has had uh, not quite as good teams? One constant's remained that if, if I notice this across the board, no matter who it is, if, it, if it's Wright State, if it's UIC, if it's you guys, circa 2015, doesn't matter. Teams that do go in there and get a win, it's never much more than 1 0. I mean, you, you, yeah. even when you win, you survive there. Yeah, I mean Cleveland State's always a tough program, you know. Like, a, I mean, they're having a down year in terms of record, but you know, I think, uh, like you said, I mean, they, I know uh, Pitt's a fantastic team. Ohio State's having, you know, a real tough year this year, but I mean, you watch them play, and you know that's a good team, and and uh, you know, you know, Cleveland, just like kind of Detroit area, we got a lot of good players in the area, right. and so. Um, you know Kirk and his staff you know they got they do a really nice job and you know Cleveland has good soccer and so they have a nice mixture as well of pretty much Cleveland guys a few Canadians some internationals so they have a very uh, couple juco you know they have a similar formula to us in terms of how they compose their team and and you know so I think no matter what even though their results aren't kind of going the way they want them to go um you know, in terms of the league, uh, you know, you know you're going to go in there and have a battle with them, and we expect nothing less on Saturday, uh, especially watching uh, their last couple games here. 
You're listening to the Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies, here with men's soccer coach Eric Pogue. Happy to have you with us. Make sure you subscribe to the Wear the Bear podcast at your leisure. And, Coach, before we let you go here today, uh, some news, some of your guys making some waves out there in the pro ranks as well. Steve Clark, former Golden Grizzlies great, the goalkeeper, signed on with the Portland Timbers. And as you know it, which always seems to happen, right, thrust into action, get put right in the uh, right in the limelight. He comes through with a clean sheet, and he's playing incredibly right now for the Portland Timbers. What, is it, what does that do for your program? I mean, Steve's, Steve's kind of a, a benchmark player for our program. I mean, he's, you know, he's arguably the best player to ever come through this program, and I know there's some fantastic players, you know, through the years, but just kind of where we're at and where we're going. Um, you know, Steve's just a warrior and, you know, he's a great ambassador for Oakland. Um, you know, the, the guy, you know, plays with, you know, the heart of a lion out there, passion, um, intensity. Uh, you watch that game last night. I mean, that game, if they win, they go to the playoffs. If they don't, you know, they got a lot, of, they got some work to do in the last bit. And, you know, he comes out and stands on his head. They get a good early goal. He makes four big time saves right. um, to, you know, um, to keep his team in the game and uh, turn around and then the game ends up being 3-0 and people are like, oh, that's an easy game. Well, no, it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> right. You know, they were under siege there a little bit in the beginning of the second half and Steve made uh, three big-time saves. He pulled one up from almost behind him. Yeah, I yeah. mean, he was just – and, you know, he was in the zone and I, I told him last night, I said, I knew you were in the zone because I, I, I can always – you know, I asked him the day before. I said, hey, you know, where you at? Where's your head at? And he's like – he's like – He's like, I know what this is all about. He's like, I've been here a million times, you know, because he, you know, in Norway, he's playing for relegation. When he right. was in Denmark, he was playing for relegation, uh, you know, when he, uh, which is, you know, kind of the same as playing for the playoffs, you know, here in MLS when you're in Europe, you know, those relegation battles, you know, every, every point matters. And, you know, when he was with the crew, you know, he's, uh, you know, playing for, for championships, championships and right. titles and stuff and so he's been there a million times and uh i could see him in the tunnel before he walked out and he was uh you know a big smile on his face and he was uh joking around with a bunch of the ball boy you know the the kids that go out and and that's when you know steve's like in a good spot um and uh he just comes up big when it matters most and um he's consistent he's solid and uh you know, I think that's why he's made a, a long career here as a, as a pro, and and you know we couldn't be prouder of him. Absolutely, certainly do uh, do share that sentiment about Steve Clark too. One of the all-time good guys you're going to meet too, as you talked about, ambassador for Oakland. I think that that really uh, that really drives home that really dis- describes Steve uh, to a T. I would agree. Certainly, wouldn't put it past him to make a long extended run in the MLS playoffs. Yeah, I'm excited now. You know. Uh, you know, he's been kind of everywhere he's gone, he has to kind of earn his keep. You know, when he was in uh, everywhere he's went, he's never been considered the, the chosen guy. And uh, he goes in there and fights and, 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 wins. and wins his spot, you know. He always, he always tells me, he goes, at the end of the day, I'm going to win. He goes, you know, he's like, they can try to deny me as long as they as they want. but Love it. You know, um, and you could see it, you know, when he raised that log slab, you know, <laughs> I mean, he's the happiest guy. He carries it out above his head, uh, you know, throughout the whole thing. And so you think he's got it at the apartment? We got to ask him that for me. Next yeah, time man. Talk, does he keep well, that he, wood? How does that work? Uh, he's telling me that, uh, uh, 
you know, his his wife was going to be using it to do squats and stuff. Yeah. Uh, he wanted to turn it into like a little like coffee table <laughs> uh, kind of thing. But man, that's that kind of stuff is you know right up his alley. You know, I mean, I know he's so happy to be in Portland because of just the environment. The juice. Yeah. yeah the I mean, juice. he's just like he's like Eric. Man, this place is just unbelievable. Um, you know, the fans, the 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 organization. There's twenty five, thirty k every game. Yeah, and I mean, it. obviously. You know, he, he has got some history with Portland dating back to MLS Cup. And, uh, you know, I think he's turning a, a lot of, you know, people that maybe are a little bit of haters on him. And uh, he's turning them into uh, Steve Clark fans uh, by kind of that passion and, and doing what he's doing right now and and, and going to help him win, uh, win another MLS Cup here this, uh, this, this, this upcoming playoffs. Well, Coach, certainly do appreciate you carving out the time the day before a game as you guys will score off against Bradley. We'll have that for you on ESPN+. Plus coming up on Tuesday night, opening kick at 7 p.m., so make sure you tune in. If you can't get out here, of course, we always like to see you out here at the Oakland soccer field, but you can, as always, watch on your phone, your tablet, your big screen, however you can do it. You can get. We got you covered. You want to come out? You want to watch it? Whatever you want to do on your terms, we got you. But, Coach, I appreciate the time, as always. Good luck this week, and uh, we'll know a lot more after this weekend. Okay, appreciate it, Neil. Thank you. Thank you all for listening to the Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Make sure you click subscribe here on the Golden Grizzlies iTunes page for the soccer coach, Eric Pogue. My name is Neil Rule. Thank you one more time for listening, everybody. Well, see you later.